Welcome, ladies and gents, people of all ages, and all you witches and werewolves, and the honey badger. I'm committed to that intro, folks, and I'm a little bit obsessed with the honey badger. Uh, This is episode two of The Modern Recordist. And the first edition of our 15-minute mixed-down alternate episodes where I, John Stinson, take an idea around music creation or creative productivity or artistic vision or even on occasion a recording or mixing tip and discuss it for a few minutes. Um, these uh, alternate episodes will uh, they'll be alternate to our main programming, which are the 90-minute episodes with an in-studio guest, and these will be published every other week. So, for example, if week one we do a 90-minute show with a guest, then week two will be an addition of the 15-minute mix-down. Week three will be another 90-minute episode, and week four, again, an addition of the 15-minute mix-down. Um, I've uh, explained all this before um, a few times Um uh, at the beginning of our our previous episodes, but it's worth it to mention it again because uh, we're we're just, we're in the launch phase and all you guys are new listeners and um, yeah we're getting our culture dialed in folks and we are getting our bearings so uh, we did record an initial episode that we called episode zero and that serves as somewhat of a about us episode and explains in full the identity and aim of this podcast and our publishing schedule and all that good stuff. So uh, welcome to a brand new episode of The Modern Recordist and the first edition of the 15-Minute Mixdown. Thanks for listening, and thanks so much for sticking with us and supporting us as we get our show launched and built, and we're seeing all this through, and uh, we give our, ourselves permission to be bad at it so that eventually we can become good at, it, at all of this. And we're looking forward to recording some great shows uh, for you with some, some great guests and having a fun time and sharing impactful ideas and um, give you some things that, that you can take with you as you, you live your life as a creative visionary. Um. So without taking up too much more time, I want to quickly run through a few promotional items and then we'll uh, be our way into the show. As I mentioned, I'm John Stinson. I'm a producer, recording engineer, engineer, mixing engineer working out of Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, I've I've also got some other irons in the fire that I'm always working on, such as this podcast, where obviously I'm the host. Uh, I I do a little songwriting from time to time. Uh, At some point down the line, you might even get to hear a little bit of that work. Um, I also do a semi-decent amount of bloggings um, and uh, such things as that. Um, um, I haven't published a, a, a blog in, in a little while, but in any case, you can check out my blog uh, as well as some easy tips on recording drums that I've put together. Um, just go to my website, johnstinson.com, J-O-N-S-T-I-N-S-O-N.com. There's no H in John. Next, I want to do a quick shout out to my co-host, J.D. Tyner, who's the main man behind Glass Onion Recording, the studio I do most of my work out of and the studio that we record these podcasts out of. Uh, Glass Onion Recording is a great little creative spot here in Nashville with some incredible gear. J.D. and I put our gear together to equip the place, and J.D.'s done an incredible job of building the place out with an awesome vibe and and just um, a great place to get great sounds. Um, we've got a, a great, uh, hybrid of 
uh, vintage analog gear, modern analog gear, and uh, digital gear that's an extension of mine and JD's philosophy on recording. Uh, so go check out the studio on Facebook by searching Glass Onion Recording and hit JD's website at jdtiner.com. And finally, our other partner in crime, Jonathan Paul Parrish, but commonly known simply as Parrish. Uh, he's the dude who handles the engineering responsibilities for this podcast so that JD and I can hang out with our guests and not have to split our attention to all those technical details. Uh, Parrish plays bass in the band Ave, which I had the pleasure of, of working with as a mix engineer earlier this year. So um, you can check out Parrish online at jonathanpaulparrish.com and uh, his production company he's involved with, uh, villainplace.com. <clears throat> they do a lot of great uh, really cool stuff and they're involving in really cool ways. All right. Thanks for sticking with me through all that. And now on to the 15 minute mix down on this first edition of the 15 minute mix down. I wanted to take some time to discuss the idea of having experiences on our last episode of the podcast with our guest, Paul Sykes. We briefly touched on this, uh, this for a, a quick minute. Um, we got to a point in our conversation about how Paul approaches writing songs and, how he begins coming up with ideas for songs. Um, Paul mentioned that he likes to regularly spend time going out and just observing the world. So when I was listening back to that episode, I realized that it was a little bit of a missed opportunity um, for me to, to maybe drill into that topic a bit more than I did and um, perhaps dig out some rich advice. Uh, I ended up kind of a little bit glossing over this when I probably should have gotten into this topic a bit more. So I wanted to take some time to make good on that uh, now and talk about it. Um, so when Paul mentioned that he makes time to observe the world and use that observation time as fodder to write songs, it, it made me think of a blog post by music industry blogger Bob Lefsetz where he, he talked about how important it is as an artist to spend a significant amount of time simply experiencing life and, and going on adventures. Um, authors such as Hemingway come to mind for this. Um, and I'm pretty sure Lefsetz probably referenced Hemingway in his, uh, his blog post. This notion's always struck a chord with me. Um, it's kind of counterintuitive to the way that, that I was raised, and I'd be willing to bet that it's counterintuitive to the way that you're raised too. Uh, often when we think of the wandering artist, it brings up the image of a drifter or someone who didn't really commit to any real responsibilities or someone who's not a legitimate contributing member to society. But in reality, uh, this wandering is a, a very important aspect to gaining experience in the world, really seeing the world in, in the sense that you're present and mindful and aware of what's going on and, and not really like aware of what's going on, what the news tells you is going on, but, um, but truly present and there and connected to cultures and connected to societies and its people. Have you ever thought about where stories come from? Have you ever thought about where ideas come from? Have you ever thought about where songs come from? I'm sure you have, um, but they, they come from visceral human experiences, your experiences, your observations, and your unique perspective on what's happened. 
So uh, you could take a love song, for example. You know, they keep getting written, but they never they never get old or tired out. People keep listening to it and writing this stuff, and they keep getting written because it's pretty much a universal experience. But they never get old because each person has their own unique experience and perspective on love and the experience around that particular love event is one of a kind it's it's like a a backdrop that never quite happened that way before experiences that form the fodder for remarkable songs happen because you did something extraordinary traveled somewhere new for you you connected with someone outside your comfort zone, you stretched yourself and caused yourself to see the world differently for a moment, and you had an epiphany. In the left set's post I reference, he went on to discuss how our focus on the youth in our modern pop music world is uh, possibly one of the contributing factors towards the state of declined record sales. Um, you know, young people simply don't always they haven't always put in quite enough time or they they haven't gained enough experiences to have a necessarily a strong message it's not always the case necessarily but kind of from a general standpoint it it you just it takes time to build experiences and it's an interesting perspective to consider the idea that taking an extended amount of time to travel or otherwise look for opportunities to collect experiences and stories in your life that you can use as the basis to write a song. That when you you aim to make a career out of writing, recording, and performing music, you're not necessarily underachieving by opting out of working your way up the corporate ladder, but instead you're in a way kind of making a sacrifice to accept the hourly job so that you can have the space to tend to your long-term music-making goals. Again, it's totally counterintuitive to the way that I was brought up, and it can be a challenge to reframe your mind in a way that adventuring and story-seeking feels like something productive as opposed to just kind of bumming away your, your way around life. But if you want to write good and timeless songs that make an impact, you have to have something to say. And in order to have something to say, you need to collect experiences. All this doesn't mean you have to necessarily travel to somewhere like Thailand or, or you don't really necessarily even have to travel at all. The point is working to stretch yourself, open your eyes, be present in the world, and be cognizant of collecting and creating experiences. When you get outside your comfort zone, you learn something new or, or do something unusual to your typical mode of operation. You form new connections in your brain and you wake up dormant areas of your consciousness. It'll probably require some sacrifice and require taking some risk, but your experience could be, in, in the end, very impactful. It could come from... Uh, a broken heart, or it could come from realizing your wildest dreams. Is devoting yourself to your path of becoming an artistic visionary worth making the sacrifices and taking these risks in order to collect experiences? You know, I guess that's something that we all have to decide for ourselves and decide in the moment. So that's it. Uh, I hope you enjoyed uh, this first edition of the 15-minute mix down. 
and uh, th- this episode has given you some things to think about and take action on. I'm continually thinking about this. This is just something that's really always struck a chord with me. Um, and uh, it's it's given me the opportunity to kind of hash this out and help me understand what I think about it. And, and, and it's sure that uh, it's a topic to be revisited because um, there's a lot that can be covered in this. Uh, it can go on for a long time. So I look forward to to uh, to talking more with people about this and um, and just sharing thoughts and ideas about this as as I become more understanding of of this notion of gaining and having and collecting experiences. So thank you all for your your support and uh, and sticking with us um, as we get this podcast launched. Make sure you get yourself subscribed in iTunes. And uh, please help us out by giving us a a rating and review on iTunes as well. Um, As we're getting this podcast going, uh, good ratings and reviews will help us to gain traction. And, of course, if uh, you got something out of this episode, please share it with a friend who you know would would, uh, appreciate this and would um, like to – listen to this podcast and, and, and learn about these ideas and participate in this space. All right. That's it for this episode. Thanks friends. We will be back with more soon. And in the meantime, go live your extraordinary life of an artistic visionary and create something impactful in the world.